Hey, Meter. Yes, Nathan? So, do you take the time to watch that house episode we were talking about? The travel medicine one? Yes. Oh, we need to talk. So, this episode was the tribal medicine episode. It's actually pretty late in the season as far as, or the series, uh, than, what, than what I thought. It is the fifth to last episode um, ever, and it was uh, season eight, episode 18, called Body and Soul. Right, right. And it stars that uh, cute Asian girl who has sex with Chase. Mm. Yes, exactly. Mm. So, to get down to our disagreement, me and Gideon, I believe, were saying that the episode was a bit uh, wishy-washy and a bit uh, unsolved on the message. We made a lot of uh, a lot of assertions there in, in what the episode was and wasn't about. Um, one of the biggest disagreements was that um, it very Nate. You weren't really making an, an argument one way or the other. You were being wishy-washy. And then Gideon was saying, and, you know, I'm putting words in your mouth here, so eat them up. Gideon was saying that the um, that he got the feeling that it was a everybody wins type of scenario at the end and that they weren't taking a hard stance on, any, on it. And that it was just like it, it felt like they were just trying to make everybody happy in the long run and I said that I had never gotten that feeling from any episode of House and that I think that they were more saying that it was uh, that there are other things in this world that and they were kind of taking the, um, the the bigger approach than just saying like tribal medicine's bullshit by saying House needs to be open to more things House isn't always the be all end all well, I don't know about that, because this, this is where the kind of crux of the episode happened for me. House made the guess it was ecstasies, I'm not going to be able to say it. And the chance of it was like one out of a billion, is that right, G? Yeah. It was one in a billion. Yeah. One, one in a billion, so pretty much impossible, right? And, you know, he kind of stepped back, and he's like, I don't know. He had some reason to believe it was true, and... The argument that Taub made later in that episode was, well, you know, which one, after the mother kind of said, oh, I, thank you for helping me, uh, dad, was like, oh, Taub was like, oh, yeah, it could be one improbable cause or another improbable cause. So they kind of, Taub threw it up in the air there. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, if I can uh, interject here, my problem with, uh, with Taub's, uh, reasoning there is that there's just no control to it, um, where it's it's easily measurable whether the ibuprofen was working or not. So there was a kind of a way of testing whether mm. it was true or not. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean the 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 other doctor went in and gave him the ibuprofen, and uh, I mean. Also, in a way, I mean, I guess it's the same rationale as the travel medicine, in a way, but more based in kind of science, as uh, House didn't have any reasons for it being that disease, but he had reasons for it not being that disease, or he had, he had no reason to believe it wasn't that, because it 
nothing excluded it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was the best fit. And the only reason that the team didn't agree was because it was a one in a billion chance. They thought it was Kawasaki's disease. There's, a, There was just no risk to giving the ibuprofen either. Like, the, there's not a lot of risk to giving someone ibuprofen who doesn't need it. Yeah, and the metaphor there, or the analogy being drawn, is that there's also no risk in giving this kind of travel medicine to the person. But there was allusion to, well, hey, it, it could have been the tribal medicine that that cured him. Uh, who are who are we to know? I'm going to take a stance against that because I think the episode was pretty clearly against the idea that it was the tribal medicine. I mean, I, th- I think Tab was being kind of talking cheek a little bit. But I do think they kind of abstract from that say, to say, you know, this is one instance where it's wrong. But, you know, in all these other instances, who knows? Yeah, now, I'm not, I agree. I think that the episode itself um, did definitely leave it open-ended, that, and Taub's little tongue-in-cheek, I, I definitely think that was tongue-in-cheek, comment that it was tribal medicine, um, it, it could have been the, the the ritual there, that that was, at, technically, I guess it was an exorcism from demons, Um it was all, it's, I don't know, like the, the whole episode itself kind of centered around dreams. And, our, go ahead. I, I was going to say, now, now that I'm thinking about it, it, it might be a little bit more of just, because House's M.O. there, which I think you were closer to in the, in the original pod, uh, was that, you know, they need to learn a lesson. And um, what that sort of final interaction uh with the kid's life being saved was, um, you know, let them believe what they want. They're going to get saved anyways. Right. And I mean, my, my biggest, my biggest issue and what I think I was trying to drive at was my biggest argument was that that, and, and you actually brought it up, G was that the, that was out of character for house. And you said, well, let's play devil's advocate here because I had made the case House cares about its patients. And you said, if that's the case, then why would he let this thing, let this happen? And I, I think that this was a very out of character for House. Um, and just, you know, the placement of, the, of it, of this episode, uh, had so much to do with everything in House's life falling apart and him just kind of giving up. And he was saying, if the mother's given up, then we should just give up. Whatever, let's just do nothing. Um, and I mean, like the the whole crux of the episode was that, like, his um, his wife left him because he fucked her over, and then the patient, like, he didn't get the resolution he wanted because the mother ended up being a believer in this tribal ritual versus in medicine. And then his team went against his wishes. Adam specifically went against his wishes and did something that he ordered not to do. And then on top of all of that, House has this awful day, goes into Wilson's office, and then finds out Wilson has cancer. So that just kind of brought him to the lowest low possible. And I think that that was one of the bigger reasons for them doing this episode in that way. Now, as a personal side note, I think this was an awful awful episode and they were just using i think they were just using it to to drop this big bomb and make it so that like nobody would really care about the episode 
all they're really going to talk about is this this ending. Yeah, I I definitely got the vibe from the episode that the uh, the case was not really the focal point, uh, and which is kind of I, I think rarer for House as a show as a whole. But it felt like the like the the case and the illness was just a background, and there was a whole bunch of other things that were more interesting going on. Yeah, I mean the whole the whole episode was all about dreams and do dreams mean anything? Um, because he's he's analyzing you know Park's dream about Chase, and then Chase has the same dream about Park, and then um, simultaneously House is bringing up this dream that he had about his his wife to Wilson, and saying and House is saying that it did mean something, and then. So he's saying that like dreams matter and the whole episode starts with the boy having a dream and the dream being that he's being choked and then he has that same dream a little bit later and then the dream manifests by actually having bruises on his neck. So really that's what the episode was about, was about dreams. Um, it just, it didn't hit the mark for me at all. I want to bring up two points in regard to that. Uh, first point is that I think there was one scene in there where the the grandfather starts choking the child and it was a dream. So of course it was a dream, but it kind of throws the audience off a little bit. Cause like, Oh God, this guy's literally crazy. You know, this superstition is causing him to ch- kill the child. And then he doesn't end up actually doing that. Cause it's a dream, you know? And I think the message there was that, uh, you know, these superstitions are weird, but they wouldn't be weird to the extent where you would actually have your, child killed or murdered a child and it's not radicalized yeah it's it's not it's not extreme in that sense so it wouldn't be actually calling harm rather it's just kind of doing nothing do you think that's like the the stance on the whole spirituality they're taking there is that you know whether uh whether it's right or not uh is irrelevant it doesn't cause any harm well yeah that, that that's where that's why it played down to either letting do the Letting them do the travel dance, where it has a potential of doing something, but potential of being doing nothing, you know, more mm-hmm. likely, or giving the ibuprofen, which has you know the same potential one in a billion of doing nothing, well, but you know has some potential of doing something. It, yeah, it does. Well, the ibuprofen does have a, a tangible, uh, a probability. Right, but the, the argument you would be making is that you know it, though religion and these spiritual kind of things, aren't necessarily likely they're still somewhat improbable you know they're still probable you know it might be one in a billion one in a trillion chance but it's still there and one in a billion is probably as far as we can go as far as like imagination and stuff absolutely that i mean house versus god house versus spirituality and religion has been a theme throughout the show through all of the seasons um but it, it it showed itself a lot here and it showed that one of these one in a billion chances is the thing that saved the kid and how says it himself when he's laying in the bed that he says i'm either religion's killing a kid or i am mm. i mean that that i think that's a great um a great sum of sum up of what the episode really came to at the end there and what it meant to have both things on the table at the same time um just kind of showing that there are things out otherworldly that might be possible but I can I can now see where you guys were coming from with the um, 
you know, leaves everybody feeling happy because it could have been either thing. Well, I, I do, I think I, I'm more of the opinion on, on second viewing that, uh, it's alluded that the ibuprofen was, was the solution. Right. Right. Yeah. I think we'd agree on that. And it just kind of hints that maybe there are, you know, maybe not in this context, this with this kid, it, the ibuprofen mm. definitely didn't work. But maybe in some other context, something spiritual could yeah. be the, the key. Uh, but what Steve brought up is is interesting. And now what I'm kind of, I guess, more perplexed about in the episode is, is the whole dream theme uh, doesn't really seem to go anywhere. It's just like, oh, things are real, things are not. Also, just to bring this up real quick, I was going to bring up bring this up earlier. So they're really confused about how these kind of uh, dreams are manifesting in physical kind of markers, and they never figured that out in the show, as far as I'm aware. Mm. But, but it's pretty obvious, you know, like, you have a dream, and it's like, get up, Nate, get up, get up. Mm. And then it's, it's your mom and everything, and then you wake up, and your mom is saying, hey, Nate, get up, get up, get up. Mm-hmm. Or, you know... You have a dream, and you're having some awesome sex, yeah. and it feels great and everything. And then you wake up, and you get this giant boner. It's, it's you know, physical sensations will manifest themselves into dreams. I mean, we're talking real giant boner. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's never, it is never resolved. They never address, like, why he had bruises on his neck. Well, they, they do. House says that it's, because it, um, Cal, Cal's kind of the... The, the heavy in this one going against house on everything saying oh well it could be the tribal medicine and um so at, uh, talp says well he dreamt that he was having bruises and then he got bruises and house said well no it's the other way around he got bruises and then he had a dream because he was having these bruises that were brought on by this condition and that was one of the things that they were using to um to help diagnosis bruises just manifesting themselves okay i think i missed that part Mm. Yeah, a lot of a lot of it was just like a one line, and then they moved on. Like it, it felt almost almost rushed in some ways, but in other ways it felt slow. I don't, I don't know. It, am, am I dense, or where were they going with the the dream theme, and how are the different themes in this episode connecting to one another? The only thing I can think of is that uh, it's alluding to kind of tribal medicine, and it's in itself being a kind of fantasy that you want to be true. So Park had a dream about Chase because she wanted Chase, you know, sexually. And then Chase ended up having a dream about Park, and then, you know, this whole dream thing kind of goes around. And it's about kind of wants and desires or kind of unconscious kind of things. So I I think they were trying to tie in the dreams of the child with that. And also maybe they're trying to tie in what House wanted because it's very unclear what House wanted with the whole, um, was it a Russian wife thing? Like, what did he want out of that? He was keeping there, but for how long? Like, forever? Like, what? So he didn't want to take the chance that he gave her her, her get-out-of-jail-free card, her, her pass, the key to her cell, and then she says, okay, well, I'm leaving now, because then that's change, and House is all against change. The biggest thing with, with the dreams um, and with the with the spirituality whole thing was there's one line when their house and his wife are shooting guns and um and she says that she was reading his uh a physics book and she says how come you believe in the higgs boson but you can't believe in demons you believe in dark matter but you don't believe in 
in otherworldly dark things. She said, aren't they one and the same? Isn't just because like the Higgs, Higgs boson, you can't see, and you, but you know it's there and you trust that it's there and you can see the effects that it causes. Is that not enough to, to have to be proof to you? And he never really directly addresses that. But that's really the theme of the whole episode is there are things that aren't tangible that cause effects and therefore are undeniable. Right, so the, in that case, the dreams are intangible. They don't exist in reality, but they have a very strong effect on the episode, especially between Park and Chase. Well, the dreams are more... I feel like there were two different themes going on at once, one being the um, the juxtaposition against, and while at the same time being duality between spirituality and science, and both things, you know, the one in the billion chance at the end there, and then also they had the dreams thing do dreams mean anything? What do dreams mean? Because And interpreting dreams, because they have all these different ways that they interpret Park's dream and then Chase's dream. And then Park and Chase end up deciding together that it's not about being sexually attracted to each other. It's about us being comfortable with each other. And then they find comfort in together making that realization and deciding this is what the dream is about. I'm going to take charge and decide what this dream was about. Mm, Well, I still don't think it was well-rounded and the the themes and ideas they were trying to get across weren't that great. Um, But uh, going along the line and tying in with the spirituality and what we were just saying is that sort of the theme with dreams uh, was that, well, they don't mean anything, uh, but they they also do mean something because it's manifesting in the conversation. And then that is, uh, just even just talking about it is already changing the, your consciousness. Right. Uh, so like the dream itself, um, maybe didn't have any meaning, but now that you're, uh, reflecting on it, it, that by virtue gives it meaning. And the same thing with the, the spirituality where it's like, well, yeah, maybe, uh, it doesn't have, any meaning but as soon as you're starting to reflect on it you're changing your consciousness and your thought process uh and in virtue of it of itself there it does have a a meaning absolutely absolutely like it has the meaning you apply to it Mm, well not even just like the meaning that you apply to it because maybe you're trying to apply a meaning to it and in your attempt to apply meaning it's giving it a meaning in of itself I think that the whole thing with Chase and Park, it's uh, one of those, what do you call it, like, like with the sitcoms, where everything's back to the same at the end, or, you know, for the next episode. So, though the dream had an impact on their behavior, all it did was reveal something they already knew, that they were comfortable with each other. And so the dream didn't do anything, essentially. It just kind of revealed nature what they already knew to each other. And... I think I think that's also part of the point. Also, I, th- I think I was trying to allude to what's maybe a little bit with spirit with spirituality, perhaps having some positive effects. I mean, I, I can actually think of a few spiritual things with like Buddhism, which you know has meditation and those kind of things, which are good. Uh, there's other spiritual things with other religions which are good, and you know there's good parts of them. So I think I was kind of. I don't think it really touched on that too much, but I think it was kind of pointing to that direction with the you know the positive of the spirituality, albeit not directly causative. Right. 
one of the biggest things that it, you said, Gideon, last time was that you didn't feel that the episode was done well and that it missed the mark on making its point and they could have made the point on better episodes in better ways. You and Nate both actually said that. Um, and uh, after rewatching, I completely agree. I think it was an awful episode. I, I didn't like it at all after rewatching it. Um, I think it was just a, a throwaway episode that was only there for the punchline that changed the, that, that when it came out, put yourself in the position of that series is still going on. And then this episode comes out and Wilson has cancer that changes the whole game. And, uh, and this was probably at a time when they weren't on, when they were, everybody didn't know this was going to be the last season, but you know, the writers did know. So they were just kind of using as a, a punchline for, being able to say, oh, well, Wilson has cancer. What's that going to mean for House? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, because, you know, uh, especially, like, the themes of House and religion in previous episodes, you think that it would have been um, a lot more on the foreground. And, and yeah, House put up, like, a, a little bit of a, of a fuss, but then, like, it was, like, like a one-minute total screen time fuss. Yeah, like, with Foreman in his office being like, you can't let him do this. Yeah, yeah, and then, uh, but then, like, he was like, you know what, uh, well, either they do it or I'm leaving, and, and like, he doesn't really, uh, house himself, who, who normally, uh, you know, will, will just, like, talk your ear off about it, uh, doesn't really elaborate on it. It's just like, I don't know if it's either the, the religion kills her or I do, and period. Yeah. And I, I still stand by the fact that it was very out of out of House's character. Um, it, you know, he and Talb says it himself. He says that's never stopped us before from from treating people just because their parents are stupid or because they're stupid. We always do the right thing and treat them. And House was willing to give up, and that just was really out of character to me. Yeah, and like even the cause he stated, he didn't seem really con like if he was actually convicted in that cause he would he would put up a you know a, an argument for it but it didn't seem like he was like no 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 this is this is why we need to do it he just like sort of like put it out there and then he, sh fizzled. he should have overridden his team like he normally does and said no just give him the ibuprofen and we go from there instead of banning them from doing it because they they were thinking it was kawasaki disease and they were they said let's do a coronary bypass and that's open heart surgery. They want to do open heart surgery on an eight-year-old. And House said, "Just do your thing. Don't give him the don't give him the the ibuprofen." Like that's screwed up. That is not in House's character. Yeah, yeah. House's character is usually like puts his foot down and and takes over. He's, you know, like yeah. I'm gonna show you guys. Here we go. Uh, so something I found interesting was it, it. This is I think the moral dilemma would patients who are in a state of frenzy or mania or what's the word you use when watching this G? hysteria Hy hysteria is that the mother she came in and she was like no I, I i am an engineer i don't believe any of that silly stuff and then you know she starts going through this slow change where she starts being like open to it and stuff and to me it's clear like she's just getting desperate she's getting she's not able to think because in her you know, kind of normal state of mind, she wouldn't be thinking that at all. So to me, part of the question here is just like a, this moral quandary about let's imagine you are in the desert and you're dying of thirst. And you come up to this guy and he offers you a bottle of water for a million dollars. Right? So obviously that's 
wrong, that's unethical. But the reason why it's unethical is because you have no control over yourself. You know, this is like sleeping with someone who's drunk. There's no contract that can be made in that kind of state. In, in a similar way, this this mother, she's in a state of frenzy, of hysteria. And I don't think she was in a place where she could actually make a decision rationally about her child. I, I got to make this point, and it's I'm, I'm completely going back on everything I said, because for House to say, he asked his team, this is a one in a billion chance. Do you guys, does anybody believe in this? And they all said no. So... In this scenario, House is the only one that believes in this so far off chance that it's pretty much impossible. So House is in the same boat as the grandfather. He's saying that we shouldn't support this grandfather's crazy, outlandish ideas. So he's trying to not subject his team to have to follow these crazy, outlandish ideas, both of which aren't really going to do any harm. So he's actually upholding his own morals and his own sayings here of, uh, well, if we're not going to follow this guy's one in a billion chance, why should we follow my one in a billion chance, even though neither one is? He's being non-hypocritical. Yeah, that's actually a great point. And it's also why he talks to his team about it, because he asks them, you know, what do you think about this? Because he's trying to see if maybe there's something reasonable there. There's something, you know, extended. And, you know, they also say, no, that's crazy. That's that's not likely at all. Well, well, because usually after the fact they do it, they sort of like. Res- I mean, again, we'll talk about like why, what was weird about this episode is there's sort of like this resolution with the patient at the end, um, but there wasn't really a resolution with the patient at the end. Like they gave him the ibuprofen and and things got better, but then the scene ended there, and they didn't really go back to the patient and talk about it anymore. Yeah, they did when uh, when Talb and Adams were in the room and. Um, they said the thing about with Talbot, the tongue in cheek thing. That was after the fact when she said, thanks, dad. And then they're like, no, it was the ibuprofen. And she's like, you believe what you want. Talbot's like, it could be either. Mm-hmm. I, usually when there's a resolution, and it is usually a zebra, it is usually like a crazy outlandish thing that they end up finding is the, is the cause. But the uh but usually house runs in and handles it immediately himself he doesn't ever consult the team hey do you guys think this is a is the right thing he just does it he knows the biggest thing here was that he wasn't sure and his unsurety is what caused caused that whole thing to transpire by by resolution i really mean like it, they'd be like all right just keep him on the ibuprofen and and things are going to go they they don't really really talk about taking care of the patient after the fact yeah, it's a good point. I mean, the mother's like, "Oh yeah, it was it, it was it was the father." Thanks, dad. But then it's like, okay, you have to keep taking ibuprofen for mm-hmm. you know X, Y, and they, Z. They don't say that. Yeah, and that would kind of just deflate the whole like it could be either way. But yeah, because like if they stop the ibuprofen, would it come right back? I mean, there's the there's the control that I'm that I was talking about in the beginning. Yeah. I mean, I, I do think that, you know, now that I've actually considered the idea that House was trying to be non-hypocritical by not forcing a one-in-a-billion chance that has no negative effect on these people, I just feel he was doing it in such a such an egotistical way to say, well, it's because I don't want, want them to think that this is faith-based. Mm. I don't want her just believing just to believe. I want it to either be science or nothing. 
Yeah, this is kind of put it into the, you know, is House doing this on faith? Because it kind of is if he has any kind of, like, conviction to it. Right. But he was doing it more on faith of him, his own deductive ability. Yeah, like, and he did, you know, he did have things that he could relate it to. He's like, you know, this disease, here are the symptoms, and they match up, and this is my, even though it's so rare, the symptoms are still matching. And I mean, to be to be fair and to play devil's advocate, that's what the grandfather was thinking, too. You know, these old world things of this is what happens when a demon comes in. It's the same thing happened to his father. And I know how to get rid of them. All I need to do is do this ritual. So in a way, they it was really drawing the parallel between those two characters. Um, but, you know, we we want House to be the hero because he is in every other episode and, and we want to like him. But really, he's. He's really unlikable in that episode all to, all around. We talk we we mentioned we we mentioned like a bunch of times the vaccination episode that doesn't exist. I I, lo- I looked I looked really hard for that and I couldn't find anything with a vaccination episode or anything where there was a wishy-washy thing on vaccination. There was one time when vaccinations were brought up and House painted this huge word image about little baby coffins and like if you don't vaccinate your children they're going to die and there was no they took a hard stand yeah i'm not sure if we brought that up in regard to just an example but i don't know i'll have to re-listen to that uh, I, I believe it was when you were mentioning the tribal you said the anti-vaccination or tribal medicine and then we dove into tribal medicine because that's one i i happen to remember and have examples on which i didn't even remember it that well clearly but anti-vaccination we we never it never happens and when it did happen and they mention it it's they always took a firm stance you need to answer you need to vaccinate mm. well man uh, so yeah probably uh i'm thinking of house as the the anti-hero here again and um i mean it's it, I, I was still under the impression maybe it's my own bias that it was the the ibuprofen that worked so house does kind of leave as the the hero there he doesn't though because he told them not to do it and they were he was going to give an eight-year-old open heart surgery just to prove his point that's fucked up you cannot stand beside him even as an anti-hero yeah but but maybe house also has the insight and i I think it's happened in the past where uh you know the, the his team has gone behind his back against him uh, ordering him, ordering not to do something like he knew. Even even if House said like he was like I was, I'm going home. So even if he said don't do it, he part of him knew that they they would. They'd at least try. Right. No, I I think that's a very good assertion. That's a that's a good thing to bring up there. Very possible. Well, it's it's uh, pretty interesting that we have a lot more in-depth thoughts on this episode than we initially had, you know. I think we thought this episode was a little more... I mean, it's weird when you have, like, have these vague ideas about what the episode it is, and then you watch it, and it's like, man, that's not quite what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was definitely more subtle than I thought it was. The tribal stuff was lot, a lot less invasive than I was thinking. Um, cause really they were just like doing like papers and shaking maracas or whatever, but, uh, there, it wasn't anything like, oh, he needs to drink this tonic. Yeah, it was, it was very passive. Um, so, I mean, 
it's okay. You guys were wrong in this situation, but I can uh, but I can take your apologies in the form of kissing my but ass. You know, also right. You know, it, I think we could all kiss each other's ass if we ran up correctly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, we got an ass kissing yeah. circle going on. I, I just think Nate and I were the most right here in in this particular case, and we should just end on I that. I think note. you need to re-listen to the episode. <laughs> I think you need to re-listen to the episode. Yes, you listen, re-listen the episode, and we'll cover that next time on We Need to Talk. We're going to do audio commentary over our own episode. <laughs> We're going to do audio commentary <laughs> over our audio commentary. <laughs>